Hey everyone, this is Austin McCormick and I want to welcome you to the fourth episode of the Context is Key podcast. I am so excited to tell you where I'm speaking from today. I'm speaking from Shepherd Baptist Church at my new desk as the new pastor of this church. And this church is located in Dixon, Missouri and I want to tell you how happy I am to be here and I'm just thrilled to get to open up the Bible and talk about God's Word today. More specifically, we're going to be talking about one of the most familiar passages in all of the Bible, and that passage is John chapter 14, verse 6. Many of you know this verse as a memory verse, or probably a lot of you know this verse even if you've never even been in church before in your entire life. But this verse says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Wow. What a Bible verse. This Bible verse is simply teaching that Jesus is the only way of salvation. Jesus is the only way that anyone can be saved. Jesus is the only truth. Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only life. When you first read this Bible verse, you think, wow, this is a Bible verse I've heard my entire life. This is a Bible verse that I cannot be taught anything from. This is a verse that I know every little thing about. Now, apart from just that little bit of rebuttaling or rebuking. Uh, I'm not going to be doing much arguing in this podcast. I'm not going to be doing a lot of refutation or rebuttaling or debating. Uh, I really am trying to be more devotional here in this style of podcast. I know that style is not typical from what you've heard from the first three episodes, but uh, I really feel like in this verse there's a lot more that we can learn that we just possibly look over, and I am 100% guilty of doing this very thing. I've heard John chapter 14, verse 6, all throughout my short Christian life, and I hear Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I think, wow, what amazing Bible verses I've already mentioned before. But lately, uh, actually very recently, I was deeply studying the context of this, And there's so much more rich truth into it that we oftentimes probably brush over simply because we have already heard this Bible verse. Well, let me read to you verses 1 through 7. It says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also, and you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on you do know him and you have seen him. So the Bible verse that I read that we all know very familiarly is John chapter 14, verse 6. Everyone can probably cite this verse, as I've already said two or three times now. But many people often overlook what, who actually is asking this question. Thomas, one of the disciples, is asking this question to him. He says, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Thomas wants to know the way where Jesus is going. Whenever I read this, 
Uh, I was very uh, intrigued at Thomas's question towards Jesus. Thomas speaks as a representative for uh, his disciples by expressing the entire group's confusion. So Thomas asks this question, Lord, we do not know where you are going. As I read this, I wondered if Thomas and the rest of the disciples were not paying attention or if they were just spiritually discerned not to understand what Jesus was talking about. So Thomas asks this simple question, how can we know the way? you got to admire that Thomas was at least curious to know God deeper. Thomas probably was thinking about some of the things that Jesus had previously spoke about. If you read further uh, beyond this context that I have already read, I read the first seven verses of John chapter 14, but if you go even a little bit further back than that, you understand that Jesus has been speaking about a way in which he is going. Jesus is speaking about a place to where he's going. Uh, I'm going to start reading in John 13, verse 31. And the, the title of this in the, my Bible is A New Commandment. So starting in John 13, verse 31, it says, When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Now pay attention very clearly, starting in verse 33. Little children, yet a little while, and I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. Well, Jesus is speaking little children. Who is the little children in which Jesus is speaking to? The little children are the disciples, and so it doesn't uh, it actually makes more sense why Thomas would say, Lord, where are you going? How can we know the way? Because Jesus had previously spoken to them in John 13, verse 33, where I am going, you cannot come. You can understand Thomas's confusal. You can understand why Thomas is a little bit concerned. Thomas is a little bit concerned because Jesus is going to leave them. And when once Jesus leaves... Thomas wants to understand, Lord, where can we go to be with you? He says, more specifically, how can we know the way? Thomas wants to know the specific way. Well, as Jesus begins to speak, you can you can even see, looking back again in, in verse 36, whenever Jesus and Simon Peter are having a conversation, verse 36, Simon, said, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. So Jesus is not surprised by any of the events that are going on, obviously. We understand that God is all-knowing, in control of all things. He's sovereign over his creation. He already knew every detail of what was going to happen. But in verse 36, when Simon Peter asks, Lord, where are you going? Jesus simply responds by saying, where I'm going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterward. So you understand that the disciples are a little bit confused because it seems, according to their earthly mind, that Jesus is contradicting himself. Obviously, we know that Jesus doesn't contradict himself. We know that Jesus doesn't speak one thing and do another thing. But you can understand from a carnally perspective that they're a little bit confused because they, they maybe don't understand the spiritual application to what Jesus is speaking. 
So when Thomas asks this, he, when he says, Lord, where can we know the way? How can we know the way? Uh, G- Jesus takes something physical and turns it into something spiritual. Many times my pastor uh, explained to me that in the Bible, Jesus would use physical things and turn them into spiritual things. He, he talks about at the woman at the well, whenever he's at the well, they're talking about water. Jesus says, if you drink of my water, you'll never... He's talking to his audience regarding bread that came out of heaven in the Old Testament. Jesus simply explains, I am the bread of life. So Jesus commonly would take physical things and turn them into spiritual things. In the same way, in this conversation, a physical thing in the minds of the disciples is happening. They're confused about a way that they need to go to get to God. Well, Jesus simply explains to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. Many commentaries will say that Jesus is the way because he is the truth and because he is the life. No one can come to the Father except through Jesus, except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. So Jesus gives him one of the most simple answers. I am the way. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the sixth I am statement in John's gospel. You've heard me mention a couple of the other ones, but Jesus teaches Thomas that Thomas's only way to obtain salvation to the Father is through himself. Thomas can only obtain salvation through Jesus because Jesus is truth. Jesus is God. Jesus possesses life. Whenever you understand these concepts, the, the richness of the context of John 14, 6 is so much more beautiful. It's not simply a verse that you hear at Bible school to obtain a cookie, as I heard a preacher say one time. This context teaches that Jesus is the only way for salvation. You've been listening to the Context is Key podcast. For more information regarding the Context is Key podcast, feel free to follow me on Twitter at broaustin7. You can also follow me on Instagram at McCormick. We also have a new Facebook page that you can follow for more updates concerning the Context is Key podcast. Simply go to Facebook and type in Context is Key podcast. You will find the information there. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And don't forget, context is key.